Always gotta power up. Adjust my mic a little bit. Get it down to my level. Yeah. Alright. I think we're just gonna have to do this. Let's fucking go! Yeah. 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 Okay, I think I'm a boomer. I think I'm a zoomer. I think I'm a doomer. Damn, I'm like a zoomer. Okay. E double G W H I T E coming with the heat. I stay fooling with my bop, my tunes will make you speak as hot. Dance floor, hop, scotch, baby, do the pop and Welcome to the Grillcast, the only podcast in the world dedicated to radical centrism. I am your host, Orion, and joining me as always is Micah, and only Micah. What's up, man? Hey, man. Another great day in centrist America. The most centrist country on earth, and I'm proud to be here. It's just me and Micah today. Uh, no guests, just the boys. Just how we like it. All right, so we're going to start off with our first thing here today. We like, we like to start off with Joe Biden. Uh, he, he always brings the goods. And so he went to go get some ice cream. And this isn't something that he's new to. I'd say that he's an ice cream connoisseur. An ice cream enjoyer. An, an ice cream enjoyer. The Chad ice cream enjoyer. He often is attending ice cream and pizza parties. And... Uh, yeah, let's just jump right into this first video. It's him with a hot ass babe just getting an adoration from the crowd. How many friends are on board? my team here. Um, they said 50 earlier, and I think they've been working on that, but we've been getting ready. So they got them? Uh, are the pints ready? Okay. Okay. Yes, the pints are ready. Well, that'd be okay. 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 Um, he just seems I, so confused. I'm, I'm sorry, I can't help but notice that the people behind the plexiglass all have masks on, but the employee on the other side of the glass does not have a mask on. Uh, Mr. President, it's already taken care of. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I it's already taken care of. He doesn't understand. He doesn't understand. He goes for the tip anyways. Because that's just the kind of class act he is. He says, I'm not going to hear it. I'm going to give you money because that's how we did it back in 1870. I gave you the money. You gave me the ice cream. <laughs> and uh, I, I can already I can already hear the comments from the Republicans now about about uh, Joe Biden and how this girl needs to get away before he starts sniffing her. But that's that's, you know, that's just a tired, old, boring meme. And uh, I mean, I don't know if you're going to show it, but in the cl- in the rest of the clip, he doesn't sniff the girl. OK, guys. So just relax. OK, that's that's not who he is. You know, well, yeah. well, I don't know if I would say he doesn't sniff the girl. Uh, I mean, I'll show you the video from the perspective I saw it. It looks like it looks like he probably could have gotten a discreet whiff in. Before we watch that video, though, I want to talk a little bit more about his demeanor there. This is a man who makes Alzheimer's look based. He has no idea where he is. He has no idea what's happening. That young woman has to... She treats him like her grandfather. Like, just calm down, Grandpa. They're bringing the pints. Grandpa, we already paid, Grandpa. Just, it's okay. Don't worry about it. But he just, you know, he, he doesn't look sad. I don't feel bad for him. I think, I wish I had Alzheimer's. When Where's I- my ice cream? Where's my ice cream? <laughs> Do you have my ice cream? <laughs> Bring it here, buttercup. <laughs> It ain't getting any warmer. All right. Well, well, we'll see if he actually sniffs or if that's just a QAnon conspiracy theory. Mr. President, um, I've been telling you literally everyone will listen. I'm a political scientist. 
<laughs> I am a political science major. Uh, I've been telling everybody about how that helped me determine how I should vote for you. God, she wants to fuck him so bad. <laughs> yeah, that's within sniffing distance, bro. But, yeah, but that's that's like. I can see. Look, he's like gulping in the air. Next to her hair. He's like gulping it in with his mouth. Dude, if he wasn't, uh, you know, I, I have to disagree here. And granted, it might just be because he has a stronger focus on his ice cream. That his love for ice cream may be greater than his love for sniffing underage girls. Do you think they make an under underage girl uh, flavor of ice cream? Because that, that would be perfect for Joe. But alas, she's not, she's not underage. She's a political science major. She is of age, and that might be why he doesn't have to go, you know, all in. He says, look. The scent isn't it, powerful enough. No, no, those are, those are rotten goods in Joe Biden's eyes. He says, I can smell you from here, toots, and I don't like it. High school girls, you aren't one. <laughs> yeah, he, he, I don't know. That chick definitely wants to smash, though. She's, like, playing with her hair, biting All her lip a little signs. bit. Yeah, we see it. All, Everybody sees it. Everyone sees it. And, uh, you know, if Joe could get it up, I'm sure he'd go for it. <laughs> So in the next clip, you know, he goes on to enjoy his ice cream as any man of culture would. And as per usual, just like some, last week, whenever he tries to vibe, some journo thought some comes up and tries dumb fucking to, bitch. Some white woman just has to ask him fucking questions every time. He can't just have a nice fucking day. Some white thought journalist has to come up and bug his ass. So let's see what he, how he handles that. President, what did you Chocolate, chocolate chip. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Face. On the commission? I, I think it's. I can't imagine anyone voting against the establishment of a commission on the greatest assault since the Civil War on the, on the Capitol. But at any rate, hey I came for ice cream. <laughs> Again, this is a recurring theme with Joe Biden. Everybody asks him questions he doesn't want to answer because he's just trying to vibe. Literally. They're all, because why would he want to answer questions? They all agree with him and cheer for him no matter what he says. It just feels like anytime somebody answers him a question, like no matter how he responds, he's basically saying, like, what are you, stupid? Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean, how do I feel about that? I don't like it. Eat chocolate chip ice cream. <laughs> That's what I'm here to do. Why don't they do it? Honestly, yeah. God, what a great man. Uh. So, at the end of this clip, he uh, seals the deal with that aforementioned rotten goods woman. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, there you go. Did you see that? Did you see that? Did you see that little... She rubbed She rubbed the, the essence. She rubbed the essence together in her hands and then took a, took a little whiff. Yeah, she did. She's never going to wash that hand again, and she's going to schlick with it later. <laughs> Straight to the bean factory with that one, just... <laughs> jamming that shit like an arcade controller, bro. Just savor the flavor, baby. But uh, if you listen if you listen to that clip rather closely, you hear someone yell, fuck you at Joe Biden as he walks by. Let's listen real close. 
You catch yeah, that? At the very beginning, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? Fuck you, random guy. Still your president, He's asshole. just mad. He's just mad Biden got to cut to the front of the ice cream line. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you should get fucking elected president if you want your ice cream faster. He's mad that they're out of chocolatey, chocolatey chip now. <laughs> chocolatey, chocolatey. Yeah, whatever the fuck Joe Biden said it was. So you might be asking yourself, you know, I live under a rock. Uh, why was that journo thought bugging him again? And it's because a bipartisan committee was to be formed by the Senate to investigate the horrible, horrific crimes of the January 6th riot. And it was not voted in today. Uh, it was stricken down by a man named Phil A. Buster. Now, this this Philip guy, I don't know what his fucking deal is, but he just keeps getting in the Democrats' way and striking everything down they try and do. Who is this Philip A. Buster? Who? <laughs> You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> now look, now look, this is causing a lot of cope and seethe and uh, bad feelings from the Dems who want to have this bipartisan committee to investigate uh, the, the rightoids. Bipartisan. So bipartisan that it wasn't passed and they're very mad about this. And I say this, how about they just watch our episode of the Grillcast on YouTube that covered the Capitol... <laughs> capital riots and they'll get down to the bottom of it hmm. oh wait hmm. they can't because youtube took it down no wonder they can't find the evidence they need and they can't just say oh we don't need to investigate anything here it was just a bunch of fat rhinoids spurging out mm. no justice no peace what do they need to investigate yeah didn't everybody are like everybody got arrested like all those people that were there were on camera and like they've been tracked down like the people weren't allowed to they shut the city down they shut down flights like they were hunting down these people for days like pretty much most of the main main suspects involved were incarcerated like what's the investigation gonna be it's just gonna be senators sitting around filtering through fucking discord and telegram messages and just like like do does that do any of us want to see that on c-span do any of us want to watch senators read telegram messages for hours and hours this user groiper pepe keck the third says you will never be a woman what does that mean they have to, <laughs> they have to just look up all these fucking terms you they know bring what? in the ceo of telegram what does this <laughs> what does he mean by this what 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 do they mean by uh when, when they refer to one another as fed. <laughs> uh, you know what? I actually kind of would like to see that. <laughs> now I'm kind of pissed that this isn't happening. But you know that's what it would be. Like, it would just be a bunch of social media snooping and, like, what's going to come of it? Like, people who weren't even there that day are going to be put to trial? Like, Bro, it would be... It would be Russiagate 2.0. It would be a showing like, ha ha, look, people who already support us. There are evil boogeymen among us. <laughs> they just want to remind you forever and ever that it's happening, but they won't. They want to do it on their terms, not on our based terms. They won't give us our fucking episode back on YouTube, <laughs> but they'll allow these fucking morons to sit around and postulate and just jerk each other off about, oh, the terrorists, the terrorists. Yeah, yeah, they're going to, yeah. 
Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna find the the fucking Patriot Front telegram and and explain to us how it's an existential threat to the United States. Yeah, like that's that. that's the kind of shit. Yeah, seriously, like no nobody fucking cares. Let's move on to more important things like chocolate chocolate chip ice cream. <laughs> Now, what Chuck Schumer says about this is, out of fear or fealty to Donald Trump, the Republican minority just prevented the American people from getting the full truth about January 6th. We have the full truth. It was some fat rhinoids. That's it. We have videos of it. We we can watch it happen. You could go on my YouTube and, well, I guess you can't watch it on there. But I'm sure there's somewhere you can. You could go to Lively. Uh, Oh. Huh. Huh. Well, the votes were 54 to 35, not quite reaching that 60 out of 100 that they need to establish the committee. So thank you, Philip A. Buster, for busting up those wing cucks. Saving us some fucking time and agony. Speaking of saving time and agony, let's talk about Amazon, a company that we hold near (laughs) and dear here at the Grillcast. Amazon's a based company. A lot of people shit on them and get mad at them. Rightoids hate them because they say they're pushing some sort of globo-homo agenda. Leftoids hate them because they hate anybody who makes money. But Amazon, uh, Amazon recently introduced a literal wage cage for their employees called the Amazon. Now, this was obviously named by a white woman, a very obnoxious white woman who thought of that name and went, ha, I'm so clever. Ha, ha, ha. No, it, was my, it was actually my understanding that it's, it's, not, it's not necessarily a cage for working in, but a cage for relaxing. Like, kind of like if you, if you don't take a smoke break, you know, you can take your Zen. What was it called again? Amazon. The Zen pen? Yeah, so you can go into the Zen <laughs> pen. <laughs> Instead of smoking a cigarette for 15 minutes, you go into the Zen pen for 15 minutes. What I heard was that it has two settings for when you go in there. Uh, setting number one is Pornhub, and setting number two is the grill cast. That would really help people decompress. Uh, I actually have a video that shows the full feature list of this uh, of this amazing product that Amazon kindly and generously put out for their workers that they treat very well with Amazon. I wanted to provide a place that's quiet that people could go and focus on their mental and emotional well-being. Told you she was white. The Zen booth is an interactive kiosk. Yep, there's the porn computer. Videos, there you go. Mental health and mindful practices to recharge that internal battery. Employees can trade USB files of porn. Yeah, no one's going in there to look at digital mental well-being fucking files from Amazon, yeah, dude. dude. Absolutely. I mean, not. if I know anything about employees that like taking advantage of hardworking corporations, they're going to be going in there and smoking marijuana. They're going to be jerking off. I mean, that's that's a jerk off room. That is a hundred percent a jerk off room. Cocaine, Amazon possibly cocaine. Definitely. Uh, methamphetamine, heroin, you know, all, all manner of fucked up drugs that, that these bottom of the barrel employees probably use. Suicide hotline. Suicide hotline, but only only for the approved amount of break time. Yes. Now, I gotta say, that does look like a uh, suicide booth from Futurama. A little bit. Except there's no quarter slot. You have to you have to supply your own method. Well, Amazon's a generous company. They're not, they're not gonna... They're not going to charge their employees. You have to get a rope prime delivered to it. <laughs> and then you can go for it. 
I think it's a good idea in concept. I think that uh, Amazon had good intentions when they put this out. In actuality, it, it look it, there's carpet on the walls. It's it's a fucking insane asylum. Well, can I ask that, you a question? Huh? What uh, to your knowledge, are there any retarded ideas that didn't stem from good intentions? Uh, hmm. The answer to that is no. Well, no, there are retarded ideas that stem from bad intentions, like people who who rob stores and do it stupidly. I mean. Like how like how many of these Zen pens does each Amazon warehouse like get like get installed? Like are there gonna be fights over use of the Zen pen? That's not very Zen. <laughs> no, it's my turn to use the Jack Shack, bro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I wanna use the heroin booth. <laughs> Amazon ended up uh, actually taking down this this tweet that they put out with this video. I think they're not going to introduce this in the future because leftists, they got mad. They saw this improvement to working what? conditions. What? This what? I know. Le- leftists got mad? I know. It's a crazy what? concept. They got very mad. And, uh, you know, this improvement to their working conditions and to their mental well-being and lives, it just wasn't good enough by their standards. They said, okay, yeah, that's cool, but when are you going to give me 100000 an hour yeah, minimum wage? <laughs> How much, like, do, do they know how much Amazon spent on R&D to, to provide the, the fucking Zen pen for them? Probably those hundreds of thousands of dollars that they would have preferred to be paid. It, it's just because they're ungrateful. That's just how they are. Yeah. It's sad. It, it's sad to it see. It is sad. But that's the life of a wagey. So, Jeff Bezos, I want to thank you for putting this into our world, into materializing one of his this. Last, one of his last actions as CEO. Is he stepping down? Yeah. No. He yeah, he is. You didn't Why? know that. No, I, dude, I don't fucking know. I, I'm sure that like at, at at some point when you're the richest like motherfucker on the planet, like you kind of just decide for yourself that like uh, I don't, I don't necessarily have to do anything anymore. Like, well, when you're that powerful, you don't do it for money. You do it because you, you you're like smashing the small guy under your foot. Really, really putting your knee down on their neck, dude. It's, you know? I mean, he could he could be stepping down for a million reasons. I mean, I just I. Who knows what fucking sick, sadistic plans he has for his future, but, you know, they just don't include the day-to-day runnings of of Amazon. Yeah, that's true. Maybe, Maybe leaving Amazon will be like unleashing the shackles and we'll get ascended Bezos. Maybe he's gonna step up and take Jeffrey Epstein's old position. There has been a vacancy there. Bill Gates was in the running, but, uh, you know, he got caught up. So, it's up to Jeff Bezos. He's the only one who can fill the slot, figuratively and literally. (laughs) We are, we're, we're all counting on him. So our final, our final segment here today is on the virus that came from Wuhan. This is something that I would have been scared to say for the last few months. Uh, social media companies would ban you for propagating such insane conspiracy propaganda of QAnon shit. But the virus did come from Wuhan, possibly? Mm -hmm. The Washington Post says how the Wuhan lab leak theory suddenly became credible. All of a sudden, <laughs> how it's it suddenly became credible. Surprise! <laughs> Complete 180 here by Glenn Kessler. Now, who is Glenn Kessler? He's a fact checker for Washington Post. That's Some guy. Title. The fact checker. And he's notable because... 
Uh, he got in a little spat with Ted Cruz a year ago. Um, I'm pretty sure I got in a spat with Ted Cruz a year ago. It's it's not an uncommon story. So Washington Post puts out a 10 minute video on how it's impossible that the lab leak was responsible for it and that it was animal wet markets, you see. It was the wet markets. And Ted Cruz says, this video is CCP propaganda. This is bullshit. And Glenn says in May 1st, 2020, I fear Ted Cruz missed the scientific animation in the video that shows how it is virtually impossible for this virus jump from the lab or the many interviews with actual scientists. We deal in facts, and the viewers can judge for themselves. Scientific animation, you say? There's scientific animation? There's interviews with actual scientists? The science! The science, guys! Don't you trust the science? And he he says... The viewers can judge for themselves, but that's what Ted Cruz is doing. He's a viewer yeah. who judged for himself. Yeah, but he's the wrong viewer. He is the wrong viewer, but we are the right viewers. I actually have some choice clips from that uh, video. Oh, that... please educate me. Yes, here we go. Yeah, yes. <laughs> so we're about to be educated on a video from May 1st, 2020 about how it's impossible that this lab leak happened. Here's the scientific Mm -hmm. proof, the consensus Mm -hmm. from the scientists doing science and adulting. At least two labs in Wuhan research bat coronaviruses. The Wuhan Institute of Virology and the Wuhan branch of the Chinese Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. They have become the focal point of suspicion, not only because of the work that they do, but because of their location. Wuhan? Both are close to the market. The Wuhan Institute of Virology is about eight miles away. That's where they get all their specimens. And the Wuhan branch of the Chinese Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is just 300 yards. You might think, huh, that is a little weird. How are they going to go about debunking this? Surely they have some solid facts and logic that would lend to the impossibility, the high impossibility that it could have possibly come from a lab. Well, just, um, just don't, you know, don't lean on circumstantial evidence in these, in these cases. Okay. Listen to the science, which is what we're doing. That's exactly what we're going to do here. She's Zengali. She's one of the world's experts on bat coronaviruses and is based at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. The work we do with, with uh, Wuhan Institute of Virology is to look for viruses in bats that we think could be the next pandemic. all right, so that that extremely creepy black eyed ghoulish. <laughs> he had such dead eyes. Holy fuck. He did not even look like a person. And he says, Yeah, we do work with uh we do work with the coronaviruses and bats in Wuhan. We we do it with her. Now you might be thinking, huh, that's even more evidence that there might be something fucky and weird here. But you know, the the video's not over yet, and surely, you know, they trust the scientific oh, method. Yes, they have the the, de- the debunking is coming. The debunking is coming. These are these are people who they have scientific animations, you oh. see. Yeah. So let's let's see how exactly this this gets debunked. Of course, the potential great 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 virus grandfather isn't the only bat coronavirus in Xi's lab. Even she was initially concerned that her lab could have caused the outbreak. But since then, she says she's ruled out the possibility. She, her team, and the Chinese government have adamantly denied that it could have come from this lab. There's no way this virus came from us. China's been incredibly open. And I believe it's because it's a scientific collaboration. And in China, there's a really, uh, they're really proud of their science. They do 
good work, especially in virology. They do good work. They're proud of their science. And China said that there was no way it happened. She was worried that maybe her bat research, you know, maybe, maybe there's something funky there. Maybe there's some lab leak and it got to the bats in the wet market. Some weird shit happened. But it's okay because the Chinese government and her ruled out that possibility. And this guy says that they do good science and they're proud of their work. It's no, yeah, it's, it's literally, it's literally like that Simpson, the, the Simpsons meme of the principal where he's like, Am I the one who's, you know, am, am I the one that, that spread this virus around? No, no, it was it was it was the wet market. I, I mean, look, I can see why the Washington Post got this wrong. They were following the science and that's undeniable because the science said that there was no way it could have happened because Chinese scientists said that. And we should, you know, I, I don't want to hide. They have nothing to gain by lying. They have nothing this to gain China by lying. we're talking about. And I thought that we were all talking about stopping Asian hate, okay? How is telling them that they're liars stopping Asian hate? That and hate attacks on a Japanese guy in New York City <laughs> are literally the same thing. So, like, am I supposed to believe that the United States government is starting to switch its switch its narrative as soon as, like, right after, you know, the the left, the left wings supported uh, government gets into power? They they switch their narrative to match what used to be a right wing conspiracy theory. Is that what I'm being led to believe is happening right now? Because in that no, case, no. See, you're misunderstanding the situation. The science used to say that that was a conspiracy theory. Now the science has changed because the scientists did more sciencing and adulting with their lab beakers and and nerd speak and such. And now we're following the science. It has nothing to do mm. with it. so when the right wingers believed it, it was unfounded and not evidence based. You see, based on what it was based on, it was based on uh, QAnon. Now, oh. we'll we'll go ahead and finish this out. Chinese government reported that they had found samples of the new coronavirus in the western end of the market that is known to house wildlife. But to confirm that, scientists oh. would need specimens from the animals in the market. As of today, to the best of my knowledge, and I look for this every single day for 112 days, China has not divulged Nerd. any information about what animals they tested in from the market when they closed it fucking nerd and of course what what results of any of those uh, tests were obviously that that one guy who's like yeah we do work with wuhan and they're stand-up people he, he's deep in this shit too like whatever whatever fucking happened he knows exactly what happened and he's like no uh 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 no they they do good science over there and it couldn't it couldn't have been he has blacker eyes than death Ima like imagine putting that together as a as an actual sentence that leaves your mouth like they do good science <laughs> he did it straight faced he's a like psychopath <laughs> he's a psychopath <laughs> So yeah. that they they fully debunked that claim as you can see through oh, yeah. that video. Yeah, dude. I mean sad, sadly that's that's still apparently going to be, you know, the new truth that we're expected to accept, you know, is is what was once a conspiracy theory is is now the truth that, you know, you know, honestly, honestly, if something started off as a right-wing conspiracy and became a left-wing truism, I can kind of get behind that. That's that actually sounds pretty centrist to me. It's a circle of life and we're in the center of it. Now, the the aforementioned guy who got into beef with Ted Cruz over just how scientific, how there were scientific animations in this video and they thoroughly debunked it. Were those really uh, animations, by the way? I feel like those were just kind of like maps 
with lines drawn around them. Scientific okay. animations. Okay, so he, he he puts out an article coping super hard, and he tries to explain this 180 in policy. The coping in the article includes, how and why did this happen? For one, efforts to discover a natural source of the virus have failed. Second, early efforts to spotlight a lab leak often got mixed up with speculation that the virus was deliberately created as a bioweapon. That made it easier for many scientists to dismiss the lab scenario as tin hat nonsense. But a lack of transparency by China, renewed attention to the activities of the Wuhan lab, have led some scientists to say they're too quick to discount a possible link at first. Now, the scientists couldn't have possibly considered that it was a lab leak because, you know, some people on the internet were speculating that it may have been a bioweapon. That tainted their research. Their anti-science sentiment actively interfered with the scientists. We need a a bipartisan Senate committee to investigate oh those people because they're the real terrorists. They're anti-science zealots. And uh, he goes on to say, The Trump administration also sought to highlight the lab scenario, but generally could only point to vague intelligence. The Trump, mm. a- as Trump could so often do, only point to vague intelligence. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm gonna get, I'm I'm gonna start writing for the late night shows. That's for you, YouTube algorithm. <laughs> the Trump administration's messaging was often accompanied by anti-Chinese rhetoric that made it easier for skeptics to ignore its claims. See, Donald Trump was also at fault here because of his anti-Chinese rhetoric. They couldn't possibly investigate the lab leak claims because then it would have made them racist because of Donald Trump. Yeah, I mean, with such with such racist terms as virus from China and, <laughs> and Wuhan virus, Wuhan, Wuhan flu. And to be fair, the okay, to be fair, the Kung flu one was, was possibly a bit racy, but also quite humorous. So I'm I'm gonna give him a pass there. I I think Yellow Death too was a little, Yellow uh, Death. <laughs> yeah, I don't w- think that was a. I don't I don't remember that one, but I, I used that one. <laughs> maybe that's just a me. Maybe that's just a me thing. But you know, regardless, uh, you know all this <laughs> all this interference from conspiracy theorists, Donald Trump, QAnon. They all made it impossible for the scientists and Washington Post fact checkers to really weigh out the real science. And so if you really think about it, it's their fault that this happened. And uh, yeah, Washington Post, you know, they shouldn't feel bad about the fact that science evolves. Your, your position can change. Maybe they should have presented more evidence better early on rather than scream it at them, you know, in a racist derogatory fashion. Even Facebook is jumping on. Facebook lifts ban on Wuhan lab leak posts amid renewed debate over theory. Facebook will no longer remove posts referencing the origination theory that COVID escaped from a lab in Wuhan, China, a company spokesperson said Wednesday. In light of ongoing investigations into the origin of COVID-19 and in consultation with public health experts, we will no longer remove the claim that COVID-19 is man-made from our apps. We're continuing to work with health experts to keep pace with the evolving nature of pandemic (laughs) and regularly update our policies as new facts and trends emerge. These facts are brand new. Look, they're hot off the presses. You couldn't have possibly known these facts before Facebook removed them, before they were baseless, okay? Now they have a base. Now they are based. 
and you can say them now. So I don't get why these right-wingers, you know, complain about being deplatformed. You're being replatformed. You got what you want, Nazis. Yeah. I mean, and and as soon as, you know, it, it's going to be this and the next thing it's going to be, you know, as soon as Facebook starts allowing people to post evidence that the election was fraudulent, they're going to be mad about that too. And it's just it never it's never it's a never-ending it's a never-ending cycle of of, you know, social media being the arbiters, the fair arbiters of of truth as it, you know, as it comes to be public knowledge and uh, you know, people people will just always have something to complain about. Can you imagine having to carry that burden every day? Having yeah. to be the arbiters of all facts, truth, science, and logic? Can you imagine how hard that must be for Facebook employees that are like 20 years old, 22, yeah. just graduated from college or community college? Having yeah. to fact check these posts, following the science, and the whole weight of the world is on them, having to stop misinformation being spread. Yeah, it's emotionally draining, honestly, and it's kind of abusive. It's kind of, it's, it's honestly something that, that somebody somewhere should make a law about. Look, they don't owe you that emotional labor. They do it because they're benevolent. Agreed. And yeah, we do need to make laws to combat misinformation until the government comes out like they did and approves these baseless conspiracy theories, which are now (laughs) rooted in fact. And only now that the science has come out. Okay. I think I've beaten this dead horse enough. The last thing I want to do is talk about my prediction for the future of U.S.-China relations, because this is what this is what I think this is setting up. As we approach the Roaring Twenties, we're departing from an age where we cooperated with China, where we had business interests in China. Here's what I think we're setting up right now. I think what we're doing is we're going to bring down the hammer of the COVID blame directly onto China. And we're going to do it now that we have somebody in government that isn't the bad guy, right? And we're going to apply pressure to other Western powers and Western allies to stop trading with China. China is going to, in turn, increase trading with countries that support them. And they're also going to go into a post-industrial era where they move into the colonization era. They've been doing some good work colonizing Africa lately. Um, They've been buying a shitload of things there. This is my prediction. The Middle East, no one cares about the Middle East anymore. That's fallen so out of style. But Africa, proxy wars in Africa. <laughs> buddy that is there's a gold mine in africa right there and we're going to fight a proxy war in africa in the name of not fighting to liberate and for democracy but it'll be for gay rights and trans rights this time you see because there's going to be some gays and trans being oppressed in some shithole country in africa and we're gonna have to swoop in there and we're gonna have to have probably not boots on the ground maybe maybe if it gets bad enough but you know we'll we'll fund south africa or we'll fund another country that wants to go to war with them and we'll fight not for democracy but democracy for the gays that's the future that is the future that we're careening towards i guarantee that's the future proxy wars with china and africa i i i kind of disagree i i, I kind of see the future as uh we we kind of just uh you know, open the doors and and warmly welcome our benevolent Sino overlords. You think so? Well, I mean, I th- I feel like everyone should want that. I mean, China's just fucking 
I mean, they're, they're a model society. And quite frankly, it's, it's about time that they kind of just took the reins over here. I mean, why colonize Africa? We have, I mean, why colonize Africa when you can colonize the, the, the biggest economy on earth? I'll say this. I don't think they got what it takes to do that yet. I think mm-hmm. they've approached superpower status, but look, you don't want to go superpower versus superpower. No one wants to do that. It's much better to colonize and then fight proxy wars. It's better you know for I, everyone. I bet, I, I bet they do it if you said I dare you. <laughs> hey, Winnie the Pooh! <laughs> <laughs> Faggot! <laughs> I bet you won't do it. Bet you won't violently overthrow the United States. Pussy. Uh. Too busy eating honey out of your mom's ass. (laughs) God, I love being an ignorant American. I can only hope that's what happens. Anyway. We're just going to have to wait and see. And you're going to have to wait for a new episode of the Grillcast next week. Because that's all we got for today, folks. Like and subscribe. Peace out, my Grillos. My mindset on Zuma, everything cooler long as I'm not Laura Luma. If you think I'm not number one, I just spell that rumor. Hit that victory boy, yeah, along some motherfucking coochie. Default dance on a bitch. Hit the default dance on a bitch. Floss dance while I'm flossing in the whip. Victory Roy, yeah, when that chop I hit. Self-incrimination, I have no participation. News keep asking, I don't say shit. You can't have my conversation. You know what? I actually I have a voicemail. Really? Yeah, voicemail. Holy shit, let me, dude. Let me grab that real quick. Holy shit. I know. Oh my god, it's been so long. It's been 30 f 37 episodes. It's been sorry, 27 or, or something like that. It's been a long time. <laughs> it's a pretty good one too. I think you'll like it. All right, here here we go. We'll inform you that there's illegal enforcement actions filed on your social security number for fraudulent activity. <laughs> so, when you get this message, Kindly press one to connect with the next available agent. Thank you. Nice. Great voicemail. Great voicemail. I want to thank that caller for calling in. I called them back. They got my social security uh, stuff all all patched up. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, (laughs) Huh. Some weird stuff going on in my bank account. Surprise. (laughs) I'm going to go deal with that. I'll, I'll talk to you later, man.